0: And now, it's time for Lawyers for Jesus Radio, lighting our path through law. A show about faith in the law and in the marketplace, featuring the partners from the law firm Mock & Baker. Located in downtown Chicago, Mock & Baker is nationally known for defending freedom and protecting the rights of the broken and religiously oppressed. And now, Lawyers for Jesus Hi, this is Rich Baker. I'm one of the partners with Malkin Baker, and we're here on the radio program, Lawyers for Jesus. As you can see, we're not particularly bashful about what we're doing. We're here to serve the kingdom of God and his people, and today we're uh, going to do an interview with Tom Strenning. Tom is with Courtside Ministries, uh, a ministry that uh, comes alongside people in trouble as they're coming and going from the courthouses Uh, in many, many of the states here, uh, also beginning to look even internationally. I have here with me also uh, Noel Sterrett. Noel, tell us a little bit about the firm and what you do.
1: Yeah, I'm a partner at Malkin Baker. I am an attorney that's been working about eight years with uh, Rich and John and Witt. You'll be hearing more uh, from them every Saturday at 3 o'clock for Lawyers for Jesus. Really, the purpose of this show is just to highlight some of the things that God is doing in the law and in the marketplace. So we're looking forward to all the guests that we're going to have. Uh, today is one of the, uh, my favorite guests, uh, a friend of mine, Tom Strenning. Uh, I'm just excited to hear, uh, w- if you would, Tom, uh, greetings first. Thank you for coming on. And, You're welcome. And uh, please tell the listeners uh, about what, what is Courtside Ministries. Tell us what it is, uh, what does it look like, and why is it important?
2: Courtside Ministries is an outreach effort that involves, it's really simple, setting up a table outside the courthouse. In this table are Bibles, uh, faith-based references, uh, where I I can send you to homeless shelter if you need it, legal help if you need it. And basically we ask people uh, going into court a simple question, how can I pray for you? And out of that simple question, how can I pray for you, uh, it is amazing how that opens a door for people to receive the love of Jesus Christ.
1: So take me to, uh, for instance, you you guys are in front of the probably one of the busiest criminal courts in the world, which is the uh, Criminal Courts of 26 in California and Chicago. Take me uh, through what it looks like. If, if I'm going into court on a morning, uh, for whatever matter, let me know what I'm looking at when I come up to that court.
2: Well, just before you get to the steps... And it'll be off to the side. We don't want to impede people's progress into the court. You'll see a, a, a card table, actually, it's a double side card table, it has a, a table cover over it, and it has a question printed on "Need Prayer." And there'll be many different types of booklets and Bibles on top of that table. And so see, so it's it's fairly visible. But we don't really wait for people to come up and approach the table. We'll actually a- approach a person as in a way to court, and that person will have a badge, says Courtside Ministries, and we'll ask him, would you like some prayer today? Can I pray with you today about anything?
1: How many people at 26 and Cal would you say you pray for in the morning?
2: Uh, around 60. Around 60. Now, now, last week, Thursdays is always our busiest day. Thursday was over 100. Over 100 people in the morning. In the morning. Oh, yes. And... Uh, about six prayed to commit their life to Christ that morning.
0: Tom, I'm jumping in here. Tell us some of the stories of what happens on these these mornings when you're out there.
2: You know, it can really be crazy. It can be very simple, and it can be just outrageous. Uh, simple. One day, I'm just setting up my table. Man comes up to me, looks at the table. He says, uh, you know what? I really need to change. I need to change my life. Can you help me? I said, well, I know somebody who can 20 minutes later, he prays to receive Christ. I mean, that, that was just simple. Uh, and this, this actually happened. I'm making this up. Uh, one day I saw a woman walking down the stairs, leaving court. She's, she's walking sideways because she's in so much pain. It was her hip. Apparently the, uh, she had a, an infection in her leg. And the danger was if it would get into the bone, uh, that would cause some massive problems for her. And so I just asked her if I could pray for her because she was in so much pain. Um, I felt really bad for her, I mean, because she's in her 20s, for Pete's sake, and uh, she said yes, and so I I prayed with her for, I know, five or 10 minutes, and I just asked God, I said, you know, God, I know you love her, in Jesus' name, the pain has to go, in Jesus' name, heal her. And uh, about five minutes later, she looks at me, and she says, what just happened to me? And I said, well, what do you mean? She goes, I don't feel any pain anymore. What just happened to me? i'm like well i said it sounds like he just kissed you and i said now what he did for your body would you like him to do for your heart and she said yeah and she prayed to receive christ right there totally unexpected i mean i was not this was just off the grid but but it's really not off the grid because
0: that's who jesus is well, amen, t- amen tom i'm looking at this and i'm saying what an unlikely place <laughs> to put a mm-hmm. table out in front of a courthouse how, how does that work why did you choose that place
2: well uh, a couple reasons. The, the biggest reason is that's where the needs are. That's where people are are hurting. Um, Jesus said, whatever you do to the least, that's what you do to me. And so, yeah, I want to go after people that, that society as a whole don't really value that much.
1: Well, and I think if you look, uh, you're listening to um, Lawyers for Jesus. and. Uh, Rich, Rich, and I are attorneys, and I think if you put yourself in the legal context, or even if you read the Bible, you realize that so much uh, of there's such a huge ministry opportunity uh, at the courthouse because people are feeling uh, the weight of the law, even if it's just the civil law. They're feeling the weight of it. They're feeling the brokenness of the relationships. Uh, you know, at Malkin Baker, we see this all the time. People come into the the office with legal issues, a family issue, a church issue. Uh, they're struggling. And it's in that context that the grace of God, the forgiveness, the healing of God is so powerful. It's why we pray with our clients. It's why, you know, anytime I know somebody going to court, I say, please stop by the courtside ministries table and pray with them. Because so much of what we do in our society is try to address kind of uh, the, the surface issues uh, through the courts. But really at the core, so many of these problems that we see in, in our courts are heart issues. Uh, I know just uh, firsthand, having prayed with uh, Courtside Ministries and um, with you guys, and you can find out more about the ministry at uh, www.courtsideministries.org. I know that there have been marriages, people going in to get their divorce and finalize their divorce, who've stopped at the courthouse steps after receiving prayer and say, you know what? I can forgive my husband and we will reconcile. And I imagine when the judge hears that story, what does he say? Well, great, you took a case off my desk. But what the law is powerless to do, Paul says in Romans, God can do. And so right. you want to just share right. me one more. We're have got we've going to come up after the break and hear more from uh, Tom and Rich uh, about this. So uh, tune in. We're going to hear more about Courtside Ministries. I want uh, Rich to share a little bit more about his experience as an attorney at Malkin Baker. But just give us one last testimony um, that you can share Sure. Uh, just to give an example of what we're doing.
2: Sure. Um, we prayed for a woman whose son had been murdered, and the reason why she's going to court is um, she's an interested party. She's part of the process, the the discovery, the the trial itself, the sentencing, that kind of thing. And and uh, she is just in pieces, and it's really hard to know what to say in a situation like that. And and so. Um, we, I asked her if I could pray for her. We prayed for her, and and then we asked her something. I said, you know, ask Jesus how your son is doing. Now, now, this is the one that was murdered. Ask him how he's doing. Now, that's a little bit bold, because you're, you're opening the door to, okay, is God going to do something <laughs> it's a
0: little over the top,
2: actually, ask, yes. Ask him how he's doing. And so she said, okay, and she prayed, and about a minute or two later, she looked up. She looked at me, and she said, he's at peace. Jesus told me he's at peace. And I said, okay, if your son is at peace, then you can be at peace also.
1: Amen. Amen.
2: That, that's just so powerful.
1: How So Courtside Ministries, is this a—what's the church?
2: Who, who's the church behind this? What, what's going on? There, there is no church. This is a, a parachurch ministry, and in fact, we don't even want to start at a courthouse unless there's at least a couple of churches
0: involved, because this isn't about— my church or your church, just about his kingdom. Well, Tom, in, in just these seconds, how can people get involved in this? If, if this is open, how, how do we get involved?
2: Well, you get on the website, contact us through the website, either by email or the phone, and um, let us let us know that you're interested. We will, we will return the call. We'll set up a time to, to work with you. We're already at several existing courthouses. We can plug in that way, or if there's not a courthouse, near where you live, maybe we can open one up where it's nearby.
0: You said go to to the uh, website. Give us that again so Uh, we know what it is. www.courtsideministries.org
1: Amen. That's just wonderful. I'm excited. Uh, Frankly, it's it's what we need to see more of. Uh, I would love it for uh, more people, more churches to be involved in front of the courthouses. That's where Jesus was. If you think about it, the Pharisees, the Sadducees, what were they? Well, they were the religious teachers of the day, but they were also the lawyers and the judges. The synagogue, the temple, that was a religious place of worship, but it was also the courthouse. That's where the Jews went to settle their disputes, their conflicts. And so where did you see Jesus throughout the scriptures? Where was he ministering? He was ministering courtside. He was there talking to the people as they were going in and out with all their burdens, proclaiming the message, the good news of the kingdom of God, the good news of forgiveness, of healing, of loving your neighbor as yourself. And I, I am just excited, Tom, to hear more after the break when we come back. Uh, Rich, just if, if you would explain, uh, just for those of you who may not have had a, uh, a legal issue, what it's what is it like to be f-
0: confronted with,
1: with having to go to court?
0: I think both for the attorney and for the person going to court, it can be terrifying. And uh, certainly as an attorney, we prepare a great deal, but you never know what's going to happen in court. I think there's a scripture which even talks about settle before you go to court, lest the judge throw you in jail and, and you have to pay the last farthing. So it's a terrifying experience. Yeah, usually
1: the attorneys are always the ones that are left to leave the court, even if their client is sent to jail. So um, I, I'm just excited to hear more, Tom, from you. Uh, you can reach us at dot com or call us 312 726 one, two, four, three. Thank you. We'll hear more from Tom at, after the break. Welcome back. This is Noel Starrett. This is the Lawyers for Jesus, 3 o'clock every Saturday. Thank you for tuning in. We are uh, speaking with Tom Strenning, who's the uh, director of the Chicago chapter of Courtside Ministries, Uh, my favorite ministry. Uh, (laughs) I'll just full disclosure on that. Uh, It's a ministry that prays with people and uh, puts them in touch with local churches in the Chicagoland area uh, as they meet them in front of the courthouse. Uh, I just want every pastor out there that may be listening, and if you're involved in church out there, I want you to listen to uh, what Tom has to say uh, because I think this is a golden opportunity. If you need just a place where you can go pray for people, that people will come up to you to receive prayer. If you need a place to go share your faith, people are going to come to you and ask you about who Jesus is. This is an opportunity to be the hands and feet of Jesus. And I just want you to hear what Tom has to say Consider ways that your church possibly could get involved with Courtside Ministries and help. Um, Tom, would you just uh, just recap what Courtside Ministries is for uh, people that may just be tuning in?
2: Uh, Courtside Ministries is um, an evangelism tool where, where we connect with people by asking them if we can pray with them before they walk into a courthouse. And so we set up a table there with literature. We have church referrals. We have uh, faith-based referrals. If they have addiction problems, that kind of thing. But we want to connect these people with the love and the grace
0: of Jesus Christ. It's sort of like fishing where the fish are, isn't it? Yes, it is. So, in some sense,
1: the first question you ask is, "Do you need prayer?" And I know most people going
2: into court will say, "Yes, please." Uh, You would think so, and some of them do. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's hit or miss. And I don't get upset if they say no, because God works with people that are hungry. And I've had people two, three months in a row, no, no, no. And then I ask them, you know, and then they're like, oh yes. Okay. Now God's God's able to do something because now they're open. So God feeds hungry people. And And after
1: you say, Do you need prayer? Do you say, Do you need Jesus? Do you know Jesus? How do you how do you connect the people that you pray for to the churches?
2: I will ask, well, I'll ask him, How can I pray for you? So let's pray about this specific situation. You know, I want to, I want to listen to them. I want to hear their story. I want to pray for them. And, and then, then I I can ask them. now, have you given your life to Christ? Do you need to recommit your life to Christ? Have have you maybe kind of gotten off the, gotten off the track here? Do you want to get back on the rails? Um, And then, then if they do, then I will ask, okay, now, what church are you going to? Would you like us to look up a church in your area? Would you like someone to call you up once a week and pray with you? Would that, would that help? Would that, would that help
0: you for support? How do you get your list of churches? How how do people get involved in this?
2: Relationship. As somebody knows somebody who know knows someone. I don't want to pull these churches out of a phone book. Many of our volunteers, uh, they come from a very wide spectrum of different churches. So because they're in that church and they know the pastor, I'm comfortable do- doing it that way.
0: So those who are out praying actually could refer people to their own churches if they
2: they can, we really encourage them to refer them to a church that's, that's closest to them. You know, I don't want to send them somewhere just because it's my church. It's, it's really not about my church.
1: And what I love is that uh, you put the onus on the followers of Jesus. Because I think a lot of people have a, you know, if you've never, if you don't even know who Jesus is, and you're learning about him for the first time, and you're, you've given your life to him, and you're praying to receive his forgiveness, and then, then somebody asks you, well, do you want to go to church? Well, I think it's much easier, and I I love the way you guys do it, which is you take the church partners, the people that want to participate and support Courtside Ministries, and you tell them, give me your information, and then we go back to the pastor, and then we have the pastors or the people at that church pursue these people so that these people don't have to come over that barrier and not feel welcomed or not know anybody, but they actually have a pastor calling them oh, I got your name and information from Courtside Ministries. They said you need a church. We're just a couple streets down from you. Yes. Can you
0: come? Can I pick you up? Can I love on you? Uh, no. let me ask you a question. You were very involved in the um, creation of this particular ministry. How did how did that get created?
1: Well, and I guess uh, the, the short answer is always God. Uh, God just uh, connected me with a uh, almost a, a nearly retired criminal defense attorney in Colorado Springs. His name was Tyler Makepeace. And he was, just, did you say make peace, make peace. That was his last name. I <laughs> That's don't know. Awesome. I, I think you'd have to change that if you're an attorney, but uh, I think he came out of court one day and he gave his life uh, to the Lord um, or God got a hold of his firm and his life late in life. But he was walking outside of court one day in Colorado Springs and he was broken. He just saw the people streaming in and out and said, wow, what burdens, what brokenness. And God told him, he says, Tyler, why aren't you praying for them? And Tyler just responded in obedience and said, okay. And he found that as he approached people to pray with them in front of the courthouse, they were so receptive. They were so hungry. They were so broken. They were so needy that it took on like wildfire. And he had to go get volunteers. He said, the people are so hungry in front of the courthouse. We don't have enough people praying for them. Can you come? Come from all the local churches. Come, share the gospel, pray with them. I met Tyler, and he said, "Look, Noel, if this can work in Chicago, it can work anywhere. Pray with me." So we prayed for a year. We prayed at Malcolm Baker, the attorneys at Malcolm Baker prayed for a year. Lord, raise somebody up to lead Courtside Ministries in Chicago. He brought in uh, Tom Struny, he brought in Mike Keenapple, and uh, you know, Tom, I want you to, you know, now now we're not just at a Colorado Springs courthouse. We're not just at 26 in California. What are the numbers? How many courthouses is Courtside Ministries in
2: front of? Where is it going from here? Uh, twenty-five. Right now, we're, we're currently twenty-five locations. At the beginning, about a year ago, even last year, we were we had fourteen.
0: So you're saying in a year you've
2: doubled? Yes, yes. We've doubled the number of people that we've ministered to. Um, how many? This, how many is that? Let's. Last year, last year we prayed for over thirty thousand people. Over 3,000 people prayed to commit their life to Christ, and we did over 5,000 referrals where we referred them to a church or to a faith-based agency. it was in one year.
1: So I just know, just as I'm sitting here, and I, I love it because I've been a part of it, but there's so many other churches that um, I think could get involved, because there's a courthouse near almost every church uh, probably out there. I, I just want, in terms of getting them involved, uh, what are the things that you tell pastors in terms of why they should get their people involved, why they should come out personally and experience what it is to be part of Courtside Ministries.
2: Well, because what the pastors are trying to create within their people, it's not just a belief system, it's how do I live out this belief system. And one of the ways that you do that is you engage with the world. You engage with people who don't know Christ. You actually help people to know the God that you know. And for most pastors, they very much want their people to do it. The problem is, how do how do we do that? Where do we do that? We're not the only arrow in the quiver, but we're a very good arrow, and, and we will train people once once they send them. And, and we're not competing with the churches. We're not a church. So we're a safe place for them to send the, the people.
1: Amen. And I, I just want to share, uh, I know when I brought this mm-hmm. to my church in Elmhurst uh, Pathway Community Church, um, the people that came from my church that said, Oh, you know what? I can spend a morning. And now, again, the beauty of this ministry is you don't need to give a whole week. Right. You can come out for a half an hour. You can come out just for one morning. But I know the people that volunteered for my church, when they went, and some of them may have never shared their faith publicly, went out and they went and sat there and were praying with people for the first time. And they didn't have to approach them like they would on Michigan Avenue in Chicago. No, they were standing with a lanyard that says, need prayer. And people were streaming to them to receive prayer. It was so amazing to watch them come back to church on Sunday. Just full of Faith and excitement because they were part of what God was
0: doing. Right. So, Tom, tell us again if somebody wants to get involved in this, how do they do it? Um, and where do they go to do it?
2: Okay. Well, uh, get on our website, uh, www.courtsideministries.org. Okay. You can send us an email or you can call our number, our main number. Okay. Which is? Which is, you know what? 719. <laughs> You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get a director's number because that's better.
1: That's all right. I don't you g- you give, can call Malcolm Baker, give. and I'll give you that information. It's 312-726-1243. I'd be happy to put you in touch uh, with Courtside Ministries. Uh, we're looking to expand Courtside Ministries. We would love to double every year, but every year that we have to double, it becomes harder. Uh, and so, uh, yes, we are. In, uh, Courtside Ministries is in California, North Carolina, Illinois, Indiana, um, Phoenix. Uh, we've got interest Internationally, as Rich alluded to, in Mexico, in South Korea. And uh, you can go to Mauck and Baker, www.mauk M-A-U-C-K-B-A-K-E-R.com. You're listening to Lawyers for Jesus. Uh, we're on every 3 o'clock uh, Saturday afternoons. And, uh, Rich, uh, just wanted to uh, thank you. I mean, have you been out to the table? Maybe? You know what?
0: I was hoping you'd ask that question. Um, yeah, our firm is a firm yes. that really encourages us to be involved with the Christian community and to be doing God's work, not not just in the law, not just in, in cases or clients that we're working with, but to be out there. So uh, a number of us from the firm have been out praying at these tables. I've been out there, and it's an amazing time. Uh, it doesn't take very long. I can be out there for a half hour, maybe 45 minutes of of, of my morning. And the different kinds of people coming through. I, I know a lot of the lawyers walking by if I'm down at the Daily Center and and they wave and some of them look shocked at me when I'm out there. Others come up and they'll actually stop and go, yeah, I really need prayer. And, and uh, it's yes. just been an amazing experience. If I can do it as a lawyer, anybody can get out there and do it.
1: Yes. And I, I just, true. do you have a testimony? I would like to maybe end on a testimony. Uh, do you have another testimony you could share?
2: You know, I, I do. Uh, this one's, a, it's kind of simple. You got 30 seconds. Okay. Just to give you an, that A man time. is in jail for 45 days for stealing a hat because he has some priors. He comes down the courthouse steps. I ask if I can pray for him. I pray for him. And normally I would never do this. After I'm done praying for him, I say, look, God love you so much. He sent his son. If you need a hat, please ask him. My God will give you a hat. And he pulls out this cap and says, you're right. I was released early this morning. I'm waiting for my ride. So I slept over by that garbage can and guess what was sitting on top of a garbage can. It's a fitted cap and it fit him exactly. Honestly, Pete. So, let's see. My God will take care of you.
1: God will take care of you. Yes. We're going to be listening to uh, Bob Dylan's You've Got to Serve Somebody as we close. That's a reminder. You've got to serve somebody at Lawyers for Jesus, at Malcolm Baker, at Courtside Ministries. We mm-hmm. serve the Lord because he can do all things. And we are just excited to see what uh, he's going to do through this radio show. Lawyers
2: for Jesus, every 3 o'clock Saturdays. Tune in next time. Thank you.